Welcome to Pass the Bullshit with Crystal Tosh and Amy Hartman, two badass business rebels serving up one steaming pile of bullshit a week so you don't fall face first into it. So I'm going to start this out with something that is hot and heavy on my mind right now, which is damn (laughs) (laughs) And You know, we don't name names in this podcast, but today I'm naming names. Triple A is going to know about the past the bullshit podcast. They are. They are. They've been, they've been warned. They were warned. (laughs) So low background here. I have a daughter who is, you know, now of driving age and we had been working on some insurance things, trying to make sure that everybody's, you know, fully covered for insurance and cars and whatever. And that required me to do some shopping around for pricing and, you know, stuff that I In general, I think I'm very probably dumb in this sense that people should probably be pricing out their insurance more regularly than I have, but I just, I don't have time for all that. So I just like, okay, whatever auto pay, it just goes. And now I'm protected and I haven't had an accident. Like we have perfect driving records. Haven't had an accident. Don't care. Haven't had to have any claims or whatever. Well, all of this has prompted me to look for more insurance and oh my gosh, the cost of insurance and adding children, not children, but young adults to your policy is expensive. So I start looking around and I find a, an insurance company that would save me $960 for the year. And I was like, yay, that's amazing. So I call AAA and I'm like, I want to cancel my policy because I found one that's cheaper. And they were like, okay, no problem. We'll get that cancellation for you. And there's a $318 cancellation (laughs) fee. I'm sorry. Like, for what for what (laughs) because i found somebody better yeah like for what what am what is the cancellation fee for and they were like well it's just our policy ma'am and i'm like that's a terrible policy this is a terrible policy and here's a great way not to have people return as customers if you're thinking about running a business charging a cancellation fees is a great way to ensure they never come back yeah. And the thing is, it's okay. I, okay. I will be okay with the cancellation fee. If you've given me something like, you remember the days of like cell phones where you could get, uh, you know, like yes. a free phone, if you signed a two-year plan and it's like, okay, with my two-year plan, I have to stay, or I have to pay back the phone. Okay, fine. Like I can right. understand that if there was like a contract and all of this was in there and it was like explained, but none of that happened because said policy was purchased online through an online link because as a AAA member, there because Amy doesn't talk to humans and just signs up for insurance. <laughs> I look, I'm busy. They sent no. me a link and they were like, with your membership, you can get discounted rates. And I was like, okay, that sounds great. Click the button, sign up, whatever. Can- canceled my previous one before them with no problem and no cancellation fee. So who knew, right? Yeah. And so I never spoke to a human being. I have never called them once. Like I've never had a claim. I never had to call them for anything. They've never had to take up a single minute of their time with me. So I haven't really cost them things. Right. Right. The only thing that's happened is that I've paid them money. So the most yes, amount of lots of effort, money, it sounds like. Yeah. So the <laughs> most amount of effort that they've had to make with me is just take my money, please. Right. That's the effort that they've put in to this relationship is I'll take your money. Thank you very much. And then they want to charge me 318, which 318 is more than one monthly premium with them for me. And I'm just like, that's ridiculous. So I try to argue it. And they said, it's just our policy nothing we can do about it. And anyway, so 
I have officially canceled, but I'm just warning you, if you're going out there and you are buying insurance through companies or whatever, you know, these are things that I guess we need to know. These are things that you should be aware of. Don't buy through your questions. Yeah. yeah. And just because they tell you that you're going to get it at a discount, it probably isn't it's because not- ever since I've started getting really vocal and public about this, a lot of other people have told me, oh, I had the same experience. And yeah, see, the thing about it is you pay a member, like a monthly membership to be with AAA, which includes, I don't know them to come tow your car, which I've never, right. which is heard. you get with regular insurance. I got to say like, yeah, uh, you can get, get that. roadside assistance, right? So like, <laughs> my roadside assistance and whatever, but I've never used that either. So I've never used any of their services whatsoever, but you know, I was told by older members of my family that AAA is what you do. So I was just did it right. That's what you're supposed to do. Look at that. We could do a whole episode on like generational branding or brand loyalty based on generations of like, you just do this. I mean, my, my parents were Maytag people like, right. Maytag. That's what you do. You must do these things. And so generationally I have been like, it's been embedded in me. This is what you do. So I did and I regret it. And when I said, cancel my policy, I said, and also cancel the entire, like, I don't want to have anything that's related to you. Do not like cancel all of it. My membership is canceled. Damn it. Yeah. Everything. (laughs) And the customer service guy was like, Yes, I'm going to cancel it right now. And I could tell that he was irritated with me and I don't really care, but I was irritated with him. And so my warning is do not just blindly get insurance through anyone, have conversations, look it up, get some feedback. Don't assume that because they say that they are giving you cheaper prices, they do. And probably there's a lot of people out there who are like, duh. But you know, you you learn with things like this, that kind of like in my life are just like, okay, I got to have that. Just move on, do it, do it, move on. Mm -hmm. I wasn't paying close enough attention and I'll take ownership of that, but I am now. And so that's my warning to you. Triple A, don't do it. (laughs) We got Amy on a rant today. (laughs) So my thing that I'm fired up about, which is different than Amy's lately is 22 to 25 year old life coaches, you know, like just give me the confidence of those people because they are so clueless. And this is not to say anything about age because you can accomplish a lot and be a badass in your twenties. Don't get me wrong. Like, we're not saying that, but I think what's really bothering me is everybody's like flow and ease in life and just think and be this magical unicorn with rainbows you know, and your life will be perfect. And they have zero life experience. Like they haven't been married. They haven't been divorced. They haven't finished a grad degree. They, they don't have kids, you know, like things are a lot different when you're looking through rose colored glasses. Cause I've been there. I've been in my twenties making bank, like money hand over fist because it was quote easy. And then life happened and you're like, Oh, hello. Okay. And that's the thing is that with life experience, life kicks you in the ass a few times. It just does. Every single human being out there, life kicks you in the ass. And you haven't been there and things have only been easy for you or you've only been in flow or the the difficulties didn't involve other people. So for example, if you are single and you have a struggle or a stress and it's related to money, you are alone to make that decision. If you have a struggle and especially related to money and you are in a marriage, this looks different for you. A lot different. And I think that's what a conversation that is missing is that 
It looks different if you have a family that relies on you. It looks different if you have children. It looks different in a marriage. It looks different while you're going through a divorce or if you're getting married. I mean, and you can have, I mean, we've all had struggles and you can have struggles in your twenties, but yeah, like you said, Amy, I mean, when I was buying a house or like hanging out on my own and selling cars, like it was just me, like whether, wherever I slept, wasn't that big of a deal. I didn't have to keep a roof over, you know, multiple people's heads or, or do anything else. Like I was only financially responsible for myself, which is a lot different than being financially responsible for a family. Right. Well, and also financially responsible for a business. So if you're a business owner and you have employees, you're responsible for them as well. And sure, do things happen in business? Of course they do. And have companies gone bankrupt and laid people off? Yeah, it happens. But those CEOs who made those decisions didn't make that decision lightly. It, it weighed heavy on them and it kept them awake nights. And, you know, these are, these are really difficult and important decisions that we make that impact the lives of so many people. So if you are just starting out in your business and you're in your early twenties and you're trying to life coach people or business coach people, I think it's perfectly okay to start out in your twenties. I think it's perfectly okay to move through and teach people the things that you know, but always with the caveat of, I haven't done this yet. So who should we be coaching? We should always be coaching people who were one step ahead of. So in other words, if you're in your early 20s and you haven't started a business or you haven't started a family or you're in those early stages of all of that, then coach people who are also in that same stage or one stage below. Mm -hmm. And with time you grow and then you start coaching the next stage of people. But I really think that there is a level of, responsibility that so many people who are coming into this industry are lacking because they think, well, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a human and I have life and I, I'm, everything is going so great for me. And I have these ideas in my head. I can go out there and coach everyone. And you don't have enough experience to know what that feels like or what it's, what it's like to actually walk through those decisions and what it takes to live a life when you're responsible for so many other human beings. Right. I think it's just one of those things where it's really hard to give advice on things that you haven't experienced. And that's not, not to say that, you know, I know a lot of people don't have kids, so they're not going to totally understand what it's like to have kids. Like I have family members that chose not to have children. That's fine. You can still empathize and, and have some sort of understanding with people, but I don't think it would be responsible for you to be someone who doesn't have children and coach mom for yours. Cause guess what? You have no idea what their life is really like and what they're experiencing. I think it goes back to like understanding your, like what you feel is your integrity. And for me, my integrity is always, I will never coach someone to do something that I've never done. So I wouldn't be coaching someone that's at the, you know, $10 million mark trying to scale their business to 20 million. Cause I'm not there yet. That would be super irresponsible. And who am I to act like that? But what I'm seeing online is that there are some of these people who are in their early twenties and they're, you know, talking about manifestation and a lot of the kind of, as you and I call woo stuff, you can't just teach people to think about it and it's going to happen. And especially from the rose colored lens of like your perfect life of minimal responsibility, whenever there's people with, 
you know, lots of responsibility. And I just think there's a disconnect. And I, it's really frustrating to me because I think a lot of moms and business owners with lots of responsibility, we're all drowning because we have so much going on. And we wonder like, why, what do they have? What are they doing? And the truth is they don't have all this stuff going on. So it's a lot easier for them. And they get to paint this picture that is kind of not reality. I think for some people, I mean, your life just looks totally different in your twenties than it does in your mid thirties and mid forties. I mean, listen, I thought I had it all figured out whenever I was in my early twenties, even when I started adding kids, cause it's just like, Oh, I'm just going to have a kid and just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> That's everybody's thought. <laughs> well, and I also want to say that it's not necessarily just, just age. So it's not necessarily just like 25 year olds. It's right. anybody who hasn't lived in that experience, who haven't, who hasn't been in that space to try to give that advice. So I once had a friend, quote unquote friend, who I said to this person that I was going to walk away from a business opportunity that had presented itself to me because I didn't feel, I felt like it was going to take away from time with my family. And anybody who's listened to this podcast for half a minute knows that freedom is my ultimate thing. And a lot of that has to do with time with my family and with my kids. And at the time my kids were younger and they were all sort of in their own, you know, when your kids are young, they're in their different stages and that stage of life goes fast, right? Mm -hmm. All of these things go fast. And I was walking away from this business opportunity because of my family ultimately and the time that it was going to take away from my family. And this person said to me, well, your family will always be there. You might as well do this because then imagine the life that you can give them later. And it's so irresponsible to say that because yeah, my family will always be there. My kids will be there. I mean, you know, obviously that that's not necessarily true. We don't know tomorrow's never promised. Right. Right. But let's say, okay, ideally this is true, right? Your kids will be there, but they're not going to be five anymore. They're not going to be 10 anymore. They're not going to be 16 anymore. They're not going to be in that stage where they need your guidance and your help and your support. They're not going to be in those stages anymore. And I would have missed those things with my kids. And that to me was more important than this business opportunity. And so the advice was was meant to be encouraging, but the person mm -hmm. didn't have any kids and had never been in that. And we were the same age. So it had nothing to do with age, but it had mm -hmm. everything to do with the fact that you don't understand what it's like to have children until you've had children. Yeah, you can't. I mean, you can say you do. I mean, it's just like, I swore I'd never be the mom that did X, Y, Z. And then, you know, my kids became seven-year-old twins eating French fries. So we all like <laughs> think we're going to do one way and we end up something else happen because life, like you can have the best plan and then life happens. And so exactly. That's the point. It's not so much age because there's 25 year olds and 22 year olds. And I had great ideas in my early twenties too, but life experience kind of gives you clarity and wisdom. I think that's why we always, you know, look at to our elders and they're wise because they don't, they, they've experienced a lot more than us. And so they can give us perspective and, and tell us, and, you know, it's kind of funny. I remember being in my early twenties and, you know, kind of having these 
ideals and like thinking life was going to be this certain way. And my parents kind of chuckling like, yeah, yeah, keep going. Cause so one day something's going to smack you right in the face and it does. And that's the truth. I mean, you don't like get married to think you're going to get divorced. Nobody gets married thinking about planning your divorce, but the truth is a lot of people get divorced and yeah. you know, those are all things that happen until they happen to you. It's really hard to give perspective and, and ideas. And, and I think it's hard to have empathy and hold space for a human. If you haven't sort of walked in their shoes in some way or experienced something very close to what they're going through. And so much of that life coaching sort of thing is, holding space and, 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 you know, giving an opportunity for people to connect and all of that. How do you do that when you're 22 and the person you're coaching is 45? Right. How do you hold that space? Well, and also like before I ever had kids, I had this really stupid idea of what that was going to look like. Like I had 100% I was wearing rose colored glasses over what it was going to be like to have a newborn. And I remember, I can remember clearly thinking like, I don't see what the big deal is. Okay. And I was in my twenties. I was in my very early twenties when I had a child, Mm -hmm. like barely 20. And I remember thinking like, it's not a big deal. You just have a baby, move on and keep going with life. Yeah. And everybody keeps saying, oh yeah, but you haven't slept or whatever. I was like, I have been so many times to the club where I stayed out until like two in the morning and then had to wake up and go to work the next morning. And I did it totally the same. Yeah. Like I totally fine. That one time every other week that I did that, it's totally like having a newborn up every hour. It's just the same. And then, and then this newborn is born into your life and you're trying to do life and have this little human that you have to be responsible for that you have to like feed and keep alive and keep alive and and keep waking up they keep waking and it's every day and it happens every day and over and over and over again and there's never a chance to catch up and you think you've lost your ever love in mind and then a couple years later you forget (laughs) and you go let me do that again again because that was fun and I remember when my second when, I, when the second one is born and like you add that in and by now like the other one is sleeping through the night and they're like yeah. a toddler, toddler. Yeah. but they don't sleep after six o'clock in the morning and now mm-hmm. you've got this other one that's like waking up every freaking second I remember I literally can remember thinking to myself what the hell have I done right what the hell was I'm I not gonna making? survive <laughs> well, yeah I will not make it and so at the time I had jobs right so I was on maternity leave and feeling these feelings but when you start a business and now you're responsible for all the things within a business and if you don't have the 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 structure in place to be able to actually take time off without you know financially taking a hit Mm -hmm. and you're trying to work through that that is almost good freaking luck I can't I can say yeah I can't even imagine and so The thing is, is that we have these ideas of what this looks like based on our own set of experiences. And I mean, what an idiot to compare going to a club and staying out (laughs) late at night. (laughs) I mean, it it seems rational when you're younger and stuff. You're like, I totally, because I used to do that. I mean, I sold cars in Las Vegas. We worked what they called bell to bell. So 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And if I was closing a deal at eight o'clock, I stayed until the deal was done. So I might not get done till 10. I would go home, shower, get ready because it's Vegas, go to the club, stay out all night and go back to work. 
somehow when you're young like that, you can do that. But guess what people, it's not every day until you die. Like until it's not like a two year stretch of that. It's a here and there thing that make makes you way overly confident about what it's going to be like to add a newborn. You're just like sleep. I don't need that. I'm in my twenties. I totally got this, which I did have more energy in my twenties than I do my, you know, mid thirties. So I, I don't know. I just think that rose colored glasses is like the perfect example. I also thought that the money that I made selling cars in my twenties, back in the day, guys, you could make serious money selling cars. I was the only girl on the lot. So I made a lot of money. And so here I am driving my little Audi, making money, flying to the beach in California. I thought that was just like going to be the rest of my life. Like, ah, it's a piece of cake. And then fucking life happens, right? You add kids, you go to college, I got a master's degree. I was not making money like that when I was getting a master's degree <laughs> and taking care of children. So it's, you don't know, you just, you have no clue. And looking back, you're like, gosh, I was, I was kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. It is, it is really okay to not have life experience. And it is okay to have the life experience that you have at any given moment in your life. And it is okay for you to have these thoughts and ideas about what life is going to be. It's kind of like a rite of passage. Yes. So I'm glad that I had those thoughts and I'm glad that way back then I didn't know what that was going to be like, because I might not have done it. Like if, right. if in my twenties, you actually wouldn't knew how <laughs> hard it was going to be. I might not have done it. Like, I feel like that is the design of life is, is that we don't freaking know and that we quickly forget. Mm -hmm. so that's why people have kids every two to three years control like, all delete that's what yeah. happens in our brain yeah <laughs> we like forget how bad that was and how hard that was and like we're like well I survived I made it out the I'm other still side. here <laughs> I, I can't have do it done. again <laughs> yeah. and again <laughs> and one more time just for fun in my experience there's four of them so yeah and I got two for one so twins was fun you never sleep with twins Ever. Never, it's ever. just like I think that they should study twin moms for the lack of sleep yeah <laughs> and how we still survive <laughs> exactly so you know the the thing is is that if you don't have the life experience to be coaching on life and what life looks like in all of these different things that's not to say that you can't gain that experience it's not to say that you can't start a coaching business or a podcasting business where you can share your ideas and your thoughts but podcasting would be great for you in your early 20s sharing yeah. your ideas and building a community without giving like structured advice to 45 year olds yeah or to exactly and without it being like this one-on-one -on -one thing to where that advice lands so differently too. And it's not necessarily holding space for someone, right? So coaching doesn't look like, let me tell you how to run your life. Coaching mm -hmm. looks like, let me hold this space. Kind of like what Crystal said a while ago is let me hold this space for you and let me help you figure this out. But if you've never been through it, then helping someone figure it out and helping guide them through that process of figuring it out. You don't even know the questions to ask. You know, we don't know what we don't know. And so the questions that we might ask don't always come to us if we've never done it before. And so start a podcast, get your ideas out there, be a thought leader, start small with blogging, writing, yeah, blogging and TikTok. work with people who are young, work with yeah. 20 year olds who are in the stage that you're in and who 
maybe haven't got it all. Like if you've started a business as a 20 year old, congratulations. You are amazing. You've accomplished something amazing. So work with other people who are in their twenties that want to start a business too. And that don't necessarily have the wherewithal and all of the amazingness that you have to figure it out on their own. That is the perfect niche for you. But trying to say, well, I can life coach or business coach people who are in an entirely different stage of life or business that you've never been to is irresponsible. Yes. And it's, unfortunately, I see a lot of it in the online industry. Sometimes it just makes you want to vomit and like turn everything off because you chuckle, but then you're just like, this is all I see. It's just more of the same, more of like rainbows and butterflies and unicorns of business and life coaching from people who don't have any experience. So it's just frustrating. I think that goes back to our episode about social media being fake. (laughs) Well, and then let me ask you this question, Crystal, because this is what's coming up for me in all of this conversation is why are people who are not in their early twenties, who have obviously more life experience and know that because these, the people who are out there, they're not necessarily hiding the fact that they don't have children or hiding the right. fact that they're 20. They're not dressing up like a 40 year old. Right. right. So yeah. why is, why are 30 and 40 and 50 year olds choosing to hire and pay good money to people with very little life experience? What is happening? Because I feel like if there is a market for it, they're selling yeah. it, it's working for them. So this is the next argument that I know we're going to get to some of the commenters because people love to send us private messages about our episodes. Yes, they do. So what's the answer to that? Why are we hiring them? Why are 40-year-olds hiring 20-year-olds? I think because they have an internal belief of wanting to believe that it's easy and wanting to believe that someone else has an answer that they haven't found yet. I think, too, it's thinking maybe wanting to have a different perspective and having like a younger mind to help you like learn this new perspective. I think a lot of us older people get jaded about life. And so it's kind of idealistic to think, well, maybe this 20 year old, you know, like knows something or has this fresh perspective. And no doubt, I think that you should have people, you know, that are older than you and younger than you around you. So you can kind of keep things going, but I honestly don't have an answer, Amy. What is your reason why you think this? Because I I would never hire someone that much younger than me to try to give me advice because I would just snicker and laugh about it because they have no idea. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I do think that it's it must it's has something to do with idealism and maybe they have something figured out that I didn't figure out. Or I think a lot of times we wish that we had known certain things way back when, like a lot of people say, well, what if, what would, what advice would you give yourself if you could go back in time and tell yourself? Mm -hmm. And so we see these younger people starting businesses at an age that was younger, because when I had kids and when I had, when I was having children Mm -hmm. and when I was in my early twenties, I was working at a job. I wasn't starting a business. I, you know, starting a business wasn't even on my radar at that point. Well, it wasn't mainstream. I feel like it's only become mainstream in the last 10 ish years. Like I was in my late twenties, whenever people started talking about online businesses and right you know some sort of thing like that yes and I was in my 30s because I'm older than crystal (laughs) (laughs) but the the point is I think that people look back and they think well if I could go back to my younger self 
you know, this is what I would tell myself. So then they think, well, if somebody's figured out business at that young age, then they must have figured something out. And Mm -hmm. so I'm going to go to them for advice. And here's the thing. I think a lot of times too, technology is so ever changing. And so some of these younger people have grown up with technology their whole entire lives. And so we think that they also know skill set wise, social media, better technology, better, all of these things. And which is not business, which is not business. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you marketing tactics. uh, Yeah. And some of the best employees that I've had who've done and that I have who do the technology pieces. So mm-hmm. do the graphic designing and putting together the social media things. Some of my best employees are in their twenties and I yep. love working with them. And I love the fresh ideas that they bring to the table. And I right. love hiring someone straight out of, you know, graphic design mm-hmm. school to come in and be a graphic designer or someone who doesn't even have graphic design school, but has like natural artistic mm-hmm. talent and a lot of really cool ideas because they're young. I love that. I absolutely love it. And I will hire them all day, every day. And I love to hear their ideas and I love to work with them. I love the fresh feeling of what that is to be on a meeting with one of them. And they're like, I have this big idea. Yes. And we celebrate those ideas and we implement the ideas that make sense and that work for the business, right? When those things happen. And so there is a place for everyone at every stage and an idealism is awesome and mm-hmm. new fresh ideas and being technologically savvy at 20 years old is awesome. And having marketing concepts and ideas is awesome and celebrate right. those things, but it doesn't right. necessarily mean that we need to hire them as a life coach when we're in our forties because or we're a business making, coach or a business coach, because we're not giving ourselves enough credit for what mm-hmm. we already We've know and been through. And that yes. person in their twenties, when they're in their forties, they will look back and think, what would they have told themselves in their twenties? Because everybody goes through that. Yes. Yeah. It's like a reckoning. I made a Facebook post once recently. It was like six months ago. It's kind of funny because I was thinking about this. I felt like the prime age where you really think you feel like really adult and you really think you got it figured out is like, 28 to 30 or 27 to 29. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm a real big, big girl. Got my big girl panties on. I'm an adult. I've got my kids. I've got, a, you know, I'm starting a business or I was finishing grad school actually, you know, but like, I really did think I have it figured out. And then like 32, 33 happened. And I was like, holy shit. I don't know shit about fuck. Here I am again. <laughs> but I feel like we feel that way throughout our lives. Like every single time that something changes, or yeah. the changes, we're just like, oh, here we go again. Not again. Yeah. And, oh, and shit. And that's the amazing thing about life and even about business and being small business owners is that I promise you everything will change. <laughs> there is, yeah. the, it's a guarantee. Just mm-hmm. like, you know, everybody says there's only two guarantees in life, which is death and taxes. Well, there's a few more. The algorithms will change. Change. Um, Facebook will not tell you when they change the algorithms. They will just tank your business overnight. Mm -hmm. Um, And everything about life and business, as you know, it will have a cycle and it will change every two to three years. So, yep. And you have to be willing to make some changes. I mean, that's the thing you have to not be the fuddy duddy older person, but you also, that doesn't mean you need the 25 year old life coach to get you there. You might just need to hire someone younger with fresh ideas to be on your team, but they probably shouldn't be steering your business. 
Yes. Trust yourself, trust your Mm -hmm. instincts, trust who you are as a human and all of the amazing life experience that you have. You can draw on that. You can draw from what it was like to have, you know, tiny little kids and starting going back to work or starting a business or what happened if you went through a divorce, Crystal and I have both been through divorces and what it's like to do that. And then to have to pick yourself back up and put your life back together and what that looks like. All of those experiences make your life what it is and they make you who you are and you can draw from that. And then if you are that young person who is like, but I really want to start this business and I'm passionate about helping people live their best life. That's awesome. And you deserve to be in that role and with the idea that you're going to grow into it and every age and stage, you're going to work with the appropriate people. It's kind of like, Mm -hmm. kind of like singers. Like if you could think about like the Backstreet Boys, you know, when they were singing to teenagers and teenagers were like (laughs) excited or whatever. And then Mm -hmm. they grew up and they started singing the exact same songs to like grown women. Yeah. It didn't like land so well. Right. (laughs) It didn't work. (laughs) Different stages. Different stages. Like you have to go out there and put out different music for different people and not do the same song and dance for like the 40 year old that you did for the teenager. It just doesn't work. It doesn't land the same way. So it's the same kind of thing. Like you're what you do in your business will evolve and will change and be a thought leader and get out there and give, put some great ideas into the world about what that looks like and create some unique quotes that people might be able to share and create a podcast as your business or be an influencer. I don't think that, I don't think we give enough credit and I, and I know I'm going to get a lot of like, I know people are going to criticize me for saying this, Mm -hmm. but I actually think that influencers are it's an interesting business model and it I is. think it's a pretty genius business model that is a nice spin on advertising and marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you are young and that's something that you're interested in, that is an amazing business to start. Right. Yes. Start there. And then as you grow that and you get more experience, you can branch into other things. But also I think encouragement for the older folks that listen, you know, like, mid thirties, 30 year olds, 40 year olds, whatever, trust yourself. Your biggest asset is you, <laughs> honestly, you've been there, you've done that. And you, you have like an intuition and we're so disconnected because we take in so many messages from 20 year olds and things that supposedly have it all figured out. And what you have to realize is it's all rose colored glasses and you've really got to sit with yourself and ask yourself questions and lean into your own intuition because the truth is you probably have the answer already. Yeah. You know, in, within my own coaching business, a lot of times when I do business coaching, but within business coaching, working with CEOs, there is a life coaching aspect that just happens naturally. And one of the questions I always get is I really love this direction for my business. And I don't know if I should do that. And my answer is always, what is your intuition telling you? Because there is a client for everything. There is a client that is going to resonate with anything, but you have to be authentic and true to yourself. And you have to be comfortable going out there and showing your authentic self. So if you want to do 
a shift that's going to take your business in a different direction. You have to be comfortable with getting out there and being your true self and sharing that new thing. And so, you know, it's always goes back to who you are, because if you can find, if you can get clarity on who you are and what you want for your business, what you want for your life, and you can sit with yourself and with your own intuition there, I think that's, that is what's going to propel you to grow. And I don't think you need the permission of a young person who hasn't been in this stage of business to be able to do that. And I think that's another thing we're looking for too, is permission. Permission. Yeah. That's all we want. We want people to see us, hear us, hold space for us and give us permission to be ourselves. And you don't need permission. And if you did need permission, then we're giving it to you right now. You have mine and Crystal's permission. To be yourself. Go be you, boo. (laughs) Yes. Be exactly who you are. Use your life experiences. Use your own life experiences. Tell those stories. There is nothing better for selling services and products than your own story. Amen to that. It always works better. Yeah. Telling stories works. That was the one of the pieces of advice that actually Crystal and I got early on in this podcast we, which we're only on episode 12 right now. So that was 12 weeks ago. We got the advice that we needed to tell more stories because people wanted to know more. They were like, that was not enough. I need to hear more, tell more stories, tell more stories. And I think that that is an important part of any business, whether it's podcast business or an influencer business or whatever kind of business you're running, tell your story, use your story, use what you've learned through your story, use the life advice that you have from your own story to propel your business. It's the only way people connect is the individual stories. It's how we find our people. It's how we're like, Oh, okay. I see you. You've been there. We can accomplish more together. Or I just want to be in your space or whatever, because I connect with you. If we all just talked about marketing and business and made it all like a textbook, how would we know who we want to work with or talk to? It'd be like university. You'd just be stuck with a professor <laughs> that you didn't pick. <laughs> right. Who you just got assigned to and you have to go stand in their lecture hall and listen and try to gain yeah. something from. Right. So <laughs> in conclusion, if you're 25, we support you. We really do. We just think you need to keep it with your own little group, your age group. If you're in your forties and and thirties and whatever, guys, come on, you have the answers. You don't need a 20 year old to tell you what to do with your life and business, find your people and believe in yourself. That's really the underlying thing is you don't need permission from a 20 year old to run your business the way you want to run it. Absolutely. And if you would like more support in all of these things, join us in the Noble Club, which is on Patreon. And we have different levels there that you can pick from. The top tier gives you the opportunity to come and hang out with us once a month where we are just talking about all of these things, anything that you guys want to talk about, the opportunity to meet and greet and be among your people at whatever (laughs) age and stage you're in. So come join our Patreon and hang out with us. We would love to have you. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Pass the Bullshit with Crystal Tosh and Amy Hartman. If you're enjoying the show, 
please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.